Welcome to the Little Things with Mitch and Jake. Jake, I tell you what, things get busy. We're starting school and everything like that, but um, once we get on these things, I have an absolute blast with you. How you been? Good, man. That's one of your favorite words too. Is busy. I know you love that word. You you enjoy being busy, even though um, it's got a negative connotation to it. I know you love that word. I I don't. I don't like it. <laughs> um, I, I sit here and say I'm busy, and it gets in the way of this podcast that's no lie and i enjoy doing this it's it's a i don't i don't think of the stresses in my life it makes me appreciate the little things that i have uh no pun intended but i i appreciate my wife my kids more when i do this and i get talking about things that make me passionate but it is like i am guilty of it busyness keeps me out of this and that's why i don't like this word because it keeps us away from the things we need to do not just want yeah. to do but we need to do yep and i'm just giving you a hard time i know you hate the word and to be fair you're just getting started with school here too i mean it turns out you got a few things going on with with running a school being one of them so i know you're busy but it like you said it's always fun when we hop on here i always enjoy these conversations these quick hits especially again for the listeners these are just off the cuff conversations that we have um just mitch and i just having a conversation so we're going to get into that here right now and kind of see where it takes us bud yeah looking forward to it yeah i i kind of got up on a soapbox like from the get-go didn't i <laughs> well soapbox we've we have we each get on our soapbox if you will and we go down a few rabbit holes but that's where that's where the deep conversations happen which which uh, we obviously enjoy too and actually some of those episodes are are some of our most viewed as well too where we we dive in and, and find ourselves uh straying off from the original topic so those are always fun too looking forward to it jake do you know what do we got for the topic today well we were kind of talking a little bit this week uh it goes in the lines of of business a little bit and i mentioned school starting up we were talking about just how much pressure that kids have on them especially you know for you in the education industry you guys see this every single year um kids coming in for for sports and they may be starting middle school or they may be uh, getting into high school maybe getting into their senior year and they just they have a lot of pressure they have a lot of noise and they have a lot of voices that come from whether it be parents friends peers uh, coaches uh, at times as well too so I know we talked a little bit about that and that's kind of what I was hoping to get into a little bit here as we roll into August is what's that like for kids you know a lot of our listeners um, and the book itself was based on uh, a project uh, in school. What what do kids deal with these days? How how many different pressures are, are they looking at when they arrive at school? So before we dive into actual student thoughts, I want our listeners to really focus on maybe an event, and not a big event, not a tragic event, not something that's obviously going to change your life, but something small, some sort of moment, some something someone said or did, that changed the trajectory of your life, for better or for worse. That's what I want our viewers to, to focus on during this, this conversation and like put yourself in these kids' shoes today. And now there's a lot of things that, excuse me, uh, magnify, magnify these things, right, uh, that have changed social media that we talk about all the time, um, just networking, connect connectivity all of those things have really amplified the pressure that these kids are dealing with so like 
people that are you know late 20s early 30s 40s that are listening to this they don't have all of those means but they still can connect with these these kids and and know where they're at so you know what's interesting about that mitch right right as you said that was i don't i don't you know we had pressure on us when we were in sports and and growing up but i don't know that we had the pressure that kids do these days i think you know, I, I don't, social media wasn't really a thing when we were growing up, maybe towards the very, very end. And yeah, you know, parents talk and, and the community talks, but I don't, I don't, I don't remember ever feeling like, man, I, I have a lot of pressure on me. I just never felt that. And I don't know if you did or not, but um, you talked about it there where, where traje- trajectory, right? Where what point in our lives did, did we kind of switch out of that? And, and I have an example or two of that, and I'm sure you do as well too, but I think it's super, super relevant just to point out that I think the way that kids grow up today is, is a lot different than, than the way you and I grew up and maybe a lot of our listeners as well too. I could, I couldn't agree more. I could not agree more. I had heard, and I'm going to kind of piggyback off that, I heard this uh, from my brother-in-law, John Milius, and he's a very wise man, much smarter John than us. John Milius. We, we should almost have him on. I think he would do a really, really nice job on, on this thing, and he'd enjoy it. And Yeah, well, I, I think we should. I think we should. But he said something that I never really thought about. Um, one of the biggest evils in anyone's life is comparing is comparing it is it's 100 percent. think about any time that we feel inadequate we're always comparing ourselves to someone or something we, we can't we cannot feel inadequate we can't i i don't think it's truly possible to feel inadequate when we're not comparing ourselves to someone else because think when you when you hit rock bottom right it's because you're looking around at everyone else seeing success. You don't know what rock bottom is unless you see someone else succeeding. And I think in today's society, where we're at right now compared to when we were growing up, the uh, the ability and the capabilities of comparing are are through the roof. Looking on Facebook, you that's all you see. And the thing about Facebook and the thing about social media, I use Facebook. I mean, these people are way more advanced than we are. They're using Instagram, all those things, right? I mean, you, you I know you're a lot more hip than I am, Jake. <laughs> you're a lot more hip. But think of the opportunity to compare and where that's been. 15 years ago when we were in high school, we just compared to kind of what we heard and what we knew. Well, now these people's lives are fabricated they really are because no one wants to be real on facebook or on social media they fabricate that a lot think of all the editing on these photos that that people do to make themselves look better and why is that jake it's because they know that they're going to be compared they're going to be judged based on people's views and they don't want to be lower does that make any sense it does. What comes to mind is the word highlight reel. That, that's the word that comes to mind when I think of social media, especially these days. Like you mentioned it, you know, we, we maybe had Facebook like towards the end, I would say, of high school, like the very end. I mean, it was brand new. Kids I didn't these even, days. I didn't even have texting until I got to college. Right. Yeah. I remember, I remember that phone. It was, <laughs> it was a big deal. It was a big deal. It was deal. a brick. It was a brick phone that you had. <laughs> the, old bag, the old bagger, you know, you just try to plug it into the outlet. Well, it turns out they didn't have cigarette lighters 
in the dorm room, so I didn't have any access to my bag phone there. Yeah, and we'd go out to eat at a restaurant. You had to bring the bag phone just in case you know, you right. know, our meal took too long to get back on time. Hey, but the best service any phone would ever have, though. Ever, ever. Yep, I had a bag phone as well too, and and that thing, uh, that thing was good. It, it made my parents feel a lot better if I went out in the town. But well, sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> no, that's good. Um, but yeah, we we had Facebook at the very end of high school. But kids these days, to kind of make your point, you know, they have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, TikTok, Snapchat, and then obviously unlimited texting, you know, so they're, they're just, they're connected at all times. And what that enables people to do is, is be overstimulated. You know, there's so many eyeballs, like you said, um, one, one of my consistent things that I post and one of the things that I stay true to is, is comparison is the thief of joy. I heard that quote a long time ago and it's always stuck with me and I seem to come back to it. Um, whether I'm feeling it or not, I, I just, I like remind, reminding myself of that, that comparison is the thief of joy. Other people are not you. We need to run our own race, right? We're, we're in our own, own lane. Um, we're living our own lives and each one of us lives a unique life and we have a unique journey, but we, we get caught in watching others. And it's so easy these days, like I said, on social media, you're, you're constantly engaged with what other people are doing and all it is is highlight reels, right? Um, I, I, I do follow some, you know, quote unquote, highlight reel influencers, if you will. Um, but I like the content when people post real things, you know, when they're struggling with something or, or they had an event or an experience that kind of set them back and made them think a little bit and, and they feel strong enough or vulnerable enough to share that. Like, that's the content I appreciate. I, I enjoy connecting with people because it's real. You know, it's real and raw and we all deal with those things. And that just kind of made me think of that when you talked about social media and, and the, the amount of eyeballs, you know, with comparison these days. So when you hear reviews on this, right, from friends and people that y- you kind of run into in Sioux Falls and elsewhere, what do they say about our podcast? Why do they listen to it? It's the depth of the conversation. That, that's real. what it most... Yeah, that's what it mostly revolves around is, is just how deep our conversations are. Because people seek that. And when all they have in their life is, you know, other than what's going on in their home, you know, with their family, that stuff's real. But everything else we struggle with. I mean, you're, you're looking at social media and everything's up on a pedestal. You, you go to work, everyone acts like everything's great. You know, I know the news is very negative, but a lot of times things are fabricated there because people want you to believe what what they want you to believe. There's an agenda there. And when people listen to this and when people listen to a handful of podcasts, the ones that are, are yours and my favorites, it's because we, we want that authenticity. We, we want to listen to something that's real and that we can be vulnerable with and we can connect with. And that's why that's why these podcasts and you see some of these books and and some some nonfiction uh, material we gravitate towards because it's like it's the only thing that we've dealt with in the last week that is vulnerable and that's real and that that that's raw you know yeah and and that I want to hammer home on that point like with it being real like that that connection piece so i'm i'm a very very big advocate and i've said this many times on the podcast that you know we're we're living our own unique life and we need to live through that like we each have a story but it's our stories that connect us right we each have our own individual stories 
Um, but our stories and our struggles and our perseverance, those stories connect us all together. So when we talk about those things that we're struggling with, the experiences that happened, the person that we lost, the events in our lives, we all deal with those types of things. Now, they may be in different levels and, and with different intricacies, but they're, they're stories. They're, they're connecting us. And that's why it's important to share those stories. You know, you and I are obviously, I would say, very comfortable in our own skin. Like we're, we're on this and, and talking and just having a conversation. Other people might not feel that comfortable, but I think it's important to kind of push that in, in the frame of mind that conversations like that need to happen. You know, that's how you form relationships. That's how you form friendships. It's not the, the pictures you take together, the, the concerts that you go to, the nights out on the town. It's not those things. It's the deep conversations with, with your friends and, and the things that you're struggling with that really connect you. So we're going to loop back around and kind of connect all this because I think we've done a really good job of getting some some really good conversations and really nuggets for for people to think about we we started with with students and, and kids and their development and how these things have changed and this is all relative I think as we develop right we're young kids we kind of go all over the place we got things going on in our lives but we just roll with the punches you know, you, you don't you don't compare. And that's that's the beauty of it. A lot of people in education are like, when did this kid start struggling with school? Why why did this kid this kid love school? You know, you'd ask him and I love this, I, I'm excited to come back, and then all of a sudden it quits. Well I think the issue with that is is the word comparing. We start to compare our 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 academic ability um, our athletic ability in a small school, that's a big role, Jake. Our, our looks, we start to compare with each other because we start to develop. Our mind starts to, to develop and we begin to compare. So when you, when you go through your development, when you start growing up, there's things that happen to us that change our trajectory and it's positive and negative and it's because of our development. And, it's, and comparing has, has a role in there also the way we perceive things and and that sort of thing so i think we kind of looped it around i know we went down a lot of rabbit holes but i think we discussed and discovered a lot of things jake last part of this when was something in your life growing up that changed your trajectory and i don't want anything big right i don't want anyone uh, like losing someone someone losing a job moving those kind of things just something extremely small and maybe then relate it back to something we've talked about and why it's a big deal mm -hmm. yeah and and i'll piggyback off that a little bit mitch and just a comment of perspective i think that's so so crucial like uh, like i said we're each in our own lanes and and we each have our own unique perspectives on things and as we grow older obviously those expand and with the way that the world is right now, I think it's important for all of us to kind of open up a little bit of our perspective and be able to understand, you know, some of the, the ways that other people see things. So, um, but yeah, a, mo a moment to mind, um, you know, <laughs> nothing too, too crazy, but this one kind of pops up and I'm cheesing out about it. So I'm going to tell it, uh, <laughs> it's sports related and my parents will get a kick out of this or maybe not in remembering it, but, uh, eighth grade year. So. Um, I grew up in a very, you know, basketball sports oriented type of family. Uh, basketball was basically uh, my life. I, I loved basketball. Um, looked forward to it. Obviously, when basketball season came around, like I had nothing else to do but play basketball. 
And as it turned out, my grades started to slip because of that. I stopped trying in school um, just because I was obsessed. You know, if I got on the computer, I was looking at basketball stats and players and, you know, dribbling, you know, in the hallways and stuff like that. Like I was a basketball maniac, right? And my grades started to suffer. And I remember we were on our on the bus um, on the way up to Rossholt, my eighth grade year. And the coach calls me up to the front of the bus. And I walk up there and he says, Jacob, what's going on in school? And I said, I don't know, you know, what are you talking about? And he goes, you're, you're failing a couple of classes. You're actually ineligible. You can't play basketball this week. And I said, what? What do you mean? Like, huh? And, and I must have, like, failed a test or something in a couple of classes, like, right before that. And this was a Monday. We were heading up to Russell, and I was ineligible. And I was ineligible, and I couldn't play basketball, the one thing I loved. Um, and we had, like, four or five games that week. It was, like, the biggest week of our, our season, and I was ineligible for it all. I couldn't play any of those games. So to, to shorten it up, I think that was a big turning point for me because I, I realized, for one, that, that basketball wasn't everything. You know, I, I used to think that I was going to play basketball until I couldn't walk anymore. Obviously, that's not the case. But You're still two, playing just... basketball, though. You are still <laughs> playing basketball. Well, it's more of an attempt these days. <laughs> uh, and and the soreness, I, I can't get into how sore these legs get these days, Mitch. But um, no, two was just the importance of uh, – education and actually you know focusing on on learning and, and bettering yourself and make sure your, your grades stick obviously that'll that'll connect with some students but that's that's one turning point that kind of made me chuckle um it, it made me realize that there are very very important things other than sports and I think I was just so focused on that one thing I talked about perspective at the beginning but that's something that definitely brought it full circle for me yeah I think mine and it it revolves around losing someone, but it, and I hate to say it. I hate to say it. I mean, I was young. You kind of go through the motions and different things like that. And we, we lost someone close to us. It was an uncle, but I didn't know him very well. Went to some holidays, but just didn't really take the time to know him. But I specifically remember this. We got together and it was the night before his funeral and I was a sophomore. I missed a couple basketball games. And at that time, I thought that was the biggest thing in the world. But it was then when we were kind of hanging out in the pool area. And we stayed till the wee hours of the night. And everyone was down there. And we were laughing and stuff like that. And I remember just taking a step back and thinking, like, why do we have to lose someone in our life to, like, connect you know what I mean? Like, and, and maybe that's it, you know, um, as far as relationships, it, it's huge. Uh, the developing, uh, developing of them in my life. That's how I kind of lead, uh, my school district is the ability to, to build relationships with people, but that could have been the turning point. And it was just because I sat down and I slowed down and I realized the impact of just sitting down and talking talking with someone and and being present in that moment because before that I was a kid I was going all over the place so you talk about the the pressures of kids right and that's kind of how we started this this quick hit and just everything they've got going on they never have an opportunity to slow down like I did and it wasn't until something big in my happen uh, big in my life happened to where I was able to slow down I think if kids got the opportunity and we're 
were it was really stressed to be able to slow down, evaluate priorities in your life, assess them, develop an action plan to improve them. But there's so much pressure on them that they they have to focus on their goals. There's no reflection. There's no reflection. And we continue to push forward. And I look back and I was just very happy that I had that opportunity. It sucks that we lost someone. I wish he was still around. I I can only imagine the the lessons that he teach me. But it it allowed us to slow down and, and appreciate the things in our life. And I challenge kids to do that. When they're dealing with all these these pressures in their lives, take the time to slow down. Parents that are listening to this, allow your kids, talk to your kids about the importance of just setting, sitting down and laying out what's important. I think that's huge. I couldn't hammer that point enough, Mitch. I cannot hammer that point enough. Um, I write about it often. You know, it, it, we get so sped up. There's, we're just overstimulated all the time. Just to put it plain and simple, like kids, especially with with the pressures. You know, you know what adds to the pressures of of parents and coaches and teachers at times is is comparison, right? Because they're always on their devices. They're always on social media. I can't hammer home that point enough like put the device down and and be present right you talked about it there with the loss in your family like be present like have conversations be real like be with your friends like time goes fast time flies by when you're a kid and you look back and you know we talk about stories and stuff you know and it it seems so long ago but in, in another sense it doesn't right because time just flies by so i i can't stress that enough um when you have opportunities to like slow down and, and really just just enjoy just life and being a kid and and, and your friends and school and, and sports and relationships because it goes by quickly and and there's one constant in life and that's change so enjoy it while it's here i can't stress that enough well said mitch it's super nice to to sit down and talk about these things and that you know we get we get a probably a better following from our i mean i think i'm it's fair to say that um, from the stuff that comes out of the book and you, you know, it's the very, very structured stuff that we talk about. And of course our guest speakers, but some of these quick hits are a lot of fun. They're, they're, they're chill, they're relaxed. And we really get to talk about things that are, that are impacting us today. Off the cuff conversations. Gotta love it. That's how we started this whole thing, right? We were taught, we were at the farm, uh, summer of 19 and just started talking about podcasts and, kind of the self-development stuff we were getting into and i think we started a podcast two weeks after that so so i'm looking here at the book i'm really excited to to dive in to our next one um because we've talked about what's something you've given up on we're we're on something that's misunderstood about you correct yep and we're on episode 37 so we're on the next one holy smoke shake here it is here is the next one you ready for this i'm ready tune in to the next episode what is something people misunderstand about you? My addiction does not define my character. Tune in next week, guys. This is Mitch. And Jake. Signing out.